Alright, welcome back to the Burrow Bible, and today we are going to be talking about the NBA playoffs and the potential for some pretty good series in the playoffs and talking a little bit about who stands a chance against the Warriors or are the Warriors even the biggest threat anymore. Um, so let's look at the standings really quick. Uh, the Eastern Conference I think is the, the interesting one this year because we've got the Raptors in first. Celtics coming in number two, Cavs number three, 76ers number four, Pacers number five, six Heat, seven Wizards, eight Bucks, and so on. Uh, in the Western Conference, we got Rockets number one, Warriors number two, Trailblazers number three, excuse me, Jazz number four, Spurs number five, uh, uh, Thunder number six. Timberwolves, number seven, and Pelicans, number eight, with the Nuggets pretty in pretty close pursuit uh, behind the Pelicans. Um, so anyway, getting back to the Eastern Conference, which I think is going to be the really interesting um, playoff situation to look at, because like I said, the Raptors are in first place. Uh, with the Celtics coming in uh, number two right behind them. But here's the thing about those two teams. So the Raptors have been known to choke during playoff time or right before playoff time when the games get really serious. Uh, it was about two nights ago they played the Cavs. Cavs just destroyed them. And it seemed like they were sending a message with that game, with that with that win. Um, because I think the... <laughs> They have lost to LeBron, the Cavs. The, the Raptors have like 14 out of 17 of the last games or something crazy like that. So they've been kind of known to do this, and they've been kind of known to do it against LeBron, which is, you know, historically their, their biggest threat in the East. So it's going to be really interesting watching the Raptors move into the playoffs with that first seed and to see what they do with it. Uh, I love DeMar Rosen. That dude is a beast. He's like, you know, the poor man's Kobe, I guess you could say, but not, you know, to, to say that doesn't really do him justice because he's like potentially the best mid-range player we have in the NBA today. And his shooting has really come a long way. So, you know, I'm rooting for DeMar and the Raptors, but we'll see what they do come come playoff time. Next, we have the Celtics. And now the Celtics are a really interesting team because we just found out today that Kyrie Irving is either undergoing knee surgery or he just underwent knee surgery. And now he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season, which isn't too long. And the whole playoff stretch. So, a devastating loss to the Celtics. They got those young guys that can really do some damage, but we'll see once again. We have to kind of wait and see what they do come playoff time because that's it's a totally different beast. Uh, you know, going that seven-game series against these teams who are really good. The, the better team is always gonna gonna come out on top in those seven-game series. There's no, there's no. Uh, not too many upsets there. Um, and then, of course, the Cavs are always, you know, the biggest threat potentially in the East, being manned by LeBron, who is 
probably the best floor general we have in today's game and he can take over in a number of different ways so you know you can never count him out um, yeah and then I think that I think the really exciting team uh, behind the Cavs is the 76ers because if the 76ers are healthy and they have Embiid um, it's gonna get it's gonna get pretty interesting um, I think they can make it to the Eastern Conference finals I think they could um, depends on who they play in that game if they could come out on top of the Eastern Conference um, but I think they could I think they could win the first couple rounds especially if it's against like the Bucks or the Wizards I think they're gonna win um, but they do need Embiid, and he's hurt right now, so it's kind of, you know, it's in question to see kind of what's going to go on with them. But they're a good team to keep your eye on in the Eastern Conference. Because the rest of the teams, you know, I hate to say it, but they're, they're, not, they're not that great. It's a totally different uh, ballpark over in the Eastern Conference. So with that, moving to the Western Conference, you know, we have the Rockets in first, who are the red-hot team right now. Um... Warriors in second, Trailblazers in third. So just looking at those top two teams, I would say is really kind of where you need to keep your attention because the Rockets are probably going to blow through the first two rounds pretty easy. I wouldn't be surprised if they swept a team or two. Same with the Warriors. Um, I think the Trailblazers are going to have some trouble um, no matter who they play. Just because I don't, I don't really like the depth of the Trailblazers team. Like I like the starters, McCollum. And Lillard are a great backcourt. They can shoot, dribble, uh, make something out of nothing. But I don't really like the depth in their team. Um, and I've seen them kind of do this in past years where they make it to the playoffs, get past round one, get past round two, and then we just kind of see them drop off into into some average team you know, after that. So Utah Jazz are interesting. I really like... Uh, Mitchell, the rookie, so we'll have to see what he can do. He does not play like a rookie, so there is a good chance that they make it past the first round with him leading them, and they still have Rudy Gobert, who is, you know, one of the best defenders in the league. Um, Spurs, Spurs appear to be a mess, but if we've learned one thing about the Spurs over the last couple of decades, it's that they're never out of the running, and... The second you forget about them, the second Popovich brings them into this special system. And I don't know what sort of pregame speech he gives them or halftime speeches, but that dude has got his soldiers in line. So never count the Spurs out. The Thunder, you know, are really questionable. Westbrook is like my favorite player in the NBA. So I'm always rooting for Westbrook and the Thunder. It's just that... Carmelo Anthony and Paul George are his little, you know, sidekicks right there. And they're not doing that great. They're like the most inconsistent shooters I've seen play. And every time I turn on a game, it's usually OKC versus somebody. And it's always the same story. Watching those guys make one of five open shots. And then Westbrook kind of gives up on that. It's like, all right, give me the ball. It's time for me to kind of just take this team one on five and see what I can make of it. And usually he makes a good play, but it's like, is that enough to get through? Can he do that 
in a series of seven over and over and over again? I don't think so. So it's really up to those other guys to kind of step up and uh, help him out. At least, at least hit the shot. You know what I mean? If he's going to drive and dish, at least be able to hit that open corner three or open wing three. Uh, at the very least, I don't, I don't know what they got to do. I know Paul George was talking about something is wrong with the mechanics of his shot right now, and he doesn't know what it is, but whatever it is, it's causing him to feel uncomfortable. He stated that maybe it was a tightness or a stiffness somewhere. He could, he could just tell it's not right. So maybe if he gets that situated in the next couple of weeks, it could be a different story for him. So moving on, that's how the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference kind of match up, how I look at those top teams and kind of where they sit right now. But um, in the East, I would say it's going to be either the Cavs or the 76ers coming out on top. I'm just going to say it now. It's going to be the Cavs or the 76ers. Pacers, I wouldn't sleep on them, but I I don't think they're going to make it past the second round. Um, Western Conference, I think the Rockets are going to stay pretty hot. But you know what scares me about the Rockets is that James Harden's playoff performance last year was like the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. It, it, when everybody who was paying attention to that last year knows that he pretty much fell off the face of the earth. The James Harden that we knew fell off the face of the earth uh, in the Western Conference Finals. Or was it the semifinals? Either way, it, it was pretty bad to watch. Um, and then the Warriors are a little interesting too, just because... We don't know how long Steph is going to be out of the picture, but we know he's out of the picture. And if he stays out of the picture, that could really change some things for them. Because as good as Kevin Durant is, the dude has turned into like this crazy like hothead on court. I mean, I don't know what he's like off the court, but on the court, he's pretty fiery. And I'd say that playoffs are pretty intense and if you add that and him in the mix you never know maybe he's just if he has a bad game or two he could he could take himself out of the game mentally he could get ejected he can he's a little bit unquestionable and um or or he's a little bit questionable i'm sorry because of this new kind of heated attitude he's developed on the court so without Steph there to kind of keep things running smooth, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's if they if they play a good team, it could go to a series of seven and get really questionable, really questionable. And I know I had said that, you know, there's not really going to be any upsets the way the NBA playoffs are organized, and I think that's true. But attitude problems and personalities can really weigh down a team weigh down their value so it's not to say that someone's going to upset the warriors necessarily but i think that the warriors could bring themselves down if they don't get this whole you know frustration struggle uh underhand or uh, uh handled so i don't really think that there's too many other threats in the west when i look at the trailblazers and the jazz uh, 
those are the next two teams. I don't really think that they pose a big threat to those first two. I would say watching out for the Spurs and the Thunder. I I don't know about the Thunder as much as I like them. I'm not too sure. But I would watch out for the Spurs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs made it into the into the Western Conference Championship. Um, they would have a hard time beating a team like the Rockets with a lot of firepower. But like I said, let's say that the Spurs somehow match up with the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. You're going to tell me that if the Warriors are like an emotional mess and Popovich's Spurs are just doing their job perfectly like they always do, like every perfect role player on that team is just in circulation. You're telling me that that team doesn't have a chance at possibly beating the Warriors? Now, I know that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty big stretch because we don't even know how long Steph is going to be out. He could come back mid-first round, maybe second round. You know, I think they're going to be okay first round. So let's say he comes back second round. You know, it's like he never left. So now the real question becomes, could the Rockets... Actually, you know what? I don't think the Rockets are going to face off against the Warriors it's possible but I th I don't know I think the and I do think the Rockets could beat the Warriors they have a lot of firepower they have a lot of depth um, they have veteran status and young guys to kind of do the extra heavy lifting um, yeah they're a good team I think they give the Warriors a run for their money I think it goes to a series of seven if they play I don't know if that would happen I don't know if they would match up until the Western Conference Finals, but um, if they do, it'll be a good game, I say, it goes to seven. Um, and like I said, I think I think we, there's a big possibility that it's Cavs 76ers Eastern Conference Finals. Now, can the Cavs or the 76ers beat the Rockets or the Warriors? I, I really don't know. Um, I really don't. I think that the Cavs probably have the best chance because just because of LeBron's experience and playing that team and um, his leadership. I, th I think that the 76ers are still really young to be winning an NBA championship. It's, let's say they make it out of the Eastern Conference and they play a team like Houston or a team like, you know, the, the Warriors, it's those teams are sh are pure shooters. They got a lot of three point shooting. They've been both of those teams have been breaking records, setting records for three pointers made. Um, and the 76ers just don't have that style of play necessarily. They have a great floor general themselves and uh, the rookie Ben Simmons. But I just don't know if his threading the needle down the lane over and over and over again is going to be enough to um, stop a team or to beat a team like the Rockets or the Warriors who are just pure three-point shooters and that run the floor really, really well and really, really fast. So not to say that they couldn't do it. They have some three-point shooters. Uh, uh, just, you know, I don't know. And, and they got a lot. They got a lot riding on them. Embiid being healthy or not. 
So that's pretty much my personal breakdown of where things are right now. Um, kind of how I weigh those top teams on, on both um, in both conferences. So it'll be really interesting to see where things go from here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Rockets. Rockets take the championship this year as the number one. I'm going to go ahead and call that. I say Rockets take the championship. I'm going to go way out on a limb and say that the 76ers do take the Eastern Conference and they play the Rockets in the NBA championship game. Rockets win. I'm calling it now. Um, so we'll have to see. I know that's a bit of a stretch on both sides, but we'll have to see kind of what happens. That's just kind of what I'm going with right now. That's kind of with who's hot. Um, and I think who could withstand those seven-game series and come out on top. So um, go ahead and comment. Let me know if you think something different. I want to hear what your guys' standings are. Um kind of what teams you think you got to keep an eye on maybe there's some underdogs you guys know a little bit more about to keep an eye on or maybe you agree with me so let me know in the comments what you think and you guys have a good one bro bible out